But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Carson Harrison, what's the difference? Uh, I, I just started recording. Uh, we're all here. You know, we have a quorum at this point. That's Actually, true. Uh, full attendance. Uh, so welcome back to the Dismal Tide, everyone. Three for three. Um, we always get the same guests. Uh, of that, we promise. And we have, we were uh, honored to have old Kipo Man back. Old Ed himself. Hey, Popular Boston area Twitch streamer. Uh, I hear that, uh, what is it, KipoCon, KipoFest is coming up? Yeah, KipoFest, as soon as the vaccine's out, everyone's going. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. <laughs> We're going to be up in the Smokies. We're going to go to Dollywood. We're going to go to Gatlinburg. Yeah. We're going to go to Feasters on Teasters. So it's just going to be a huge party. We're going to rent a cabin for 40 people. Someone's oh, going to get eaten by a bear. It's going to be fun. This sounds great. This sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we're we're happy to have you back. Um, Thank you for having me back. The, the the show has lost its way. You know, we're we're just we're barely hanging on by a thread. We have uh, our advertisers have been bailing out left and right. We uh, we had to we had to pull a ratings play. Frankly, <laughs> we had to bring Kipo back. You see, it silences like that, which is why we're having <laughs> ratings trouble. Thank you, thank you. Mike. Well, that's where the ad's supposed to go. <laughs> that's right. No, I was, um, well, I, well uh, Brendan was hastily trying to find a stream uh, of the football game before we started, and I was trying to find it on my television. But uh, as I'm trying to also be part of the conversation, I, I'm just <laughs> looking over one shoulder to hastily uh, uh, scroll through things here. I don't. I, I never bothered to learn any of the channels, I have to say. Well, it's a Joe Buck game, if that helps you find it. What's that mean for you, Mike? Oh. Did this guy fumble in the end zone? The the uh, the pirate streams that I have very often hit a critical flaw of like <laughs> they don't just like stop working; they'll just keep repeating the same play. So it'll be like yeah. if I'm not paying attention, mm-hmm. a couple minutes before I realize they're just like no, they're just this is a key play that they're just it's on yeah. it's on repeat. Mm-hmm. There we go. Fox Fox is five oh five on Verizon FiOS uh, uh, in New York. So. If if anybody out there is also having trouble, uh, now you know for next week. That's right. I I we actually have like decent sports, funny sports stuff that's happened this week. But like, I'm seriously all I want to do is continue to think about Rudy Giuliani and his fucking dripping wet hair. It's the funniest fucking thing. It's he doesn't look good, does he? It's like it's like when Danny DeVito and Sonny gets ready for anything and just like all the shit goes in his hair. And like we all know he's like almost 80. Like who are you fooling with this? I every time Frank wears a wig it's funny to me. <laughs> well, it's Wait. so cool to be bald almost like Rudy Giuliani is and have, you know, like 10 strands of hair and still insist on dyeing them like anyone would give a shit if they weren't died. It's kind of like his teeth, how he gay, he just has veneers on the top and not the bottom. He's just <laughs> like, anybody sees, hoping. It's yeah. 
It's all <laughs> it's all supposed to be smoke and mirrors, but it doesn't work at all. It's yeah, it's just like the thinnest. It, it, uh, it didn't expect to be on television this much. I don't think it, he probably would have gone for the full veneers at some point. Now he's just been too busy uh, walking around to different courtrooms and and just yelling uh, and uh, who, anyone who will listen. Well, he certainly he's has a, not expected to be well, in in a courtroom well. in some time. There's no way he expected to be back in front of a judge anytime soon because he's a complete like hollow shell of a lawyer. He's not a real lawyer. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. No, he has no idea. When was the last time you think he actually like read a case? His uh, they I saw a thing the last time. The last time he was in court, uh, the case concluded in like late '93, and I think he started it in '92. So it's been, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been it's been most of my life since Rudy's been in court, and he like well, I think he thought that like somehow he was gonna get. Do you think he knows that this is like doomed to fail? Like they're not gonna overturn the election result because of any ar- argument Rudy Giuliani makes. Well, he's just out there to run interference to like put reasonable doubt into people's minds, but he's also the worst guy to do that. It's just like he's just—he's a mess. It's so—it's wasn't he? Was was he not a legitimate uh, 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 lawyer at some point? But yeah. did he uh, was yeah. wasn't he the the head of like the Southern District of New York or something like a like uh, Paul Giamatti's <laughs> character on Billions? I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, he very well could have, but I I know he did like practice law for some, you know. Um. It's, no, do you really think that he's aware that his only role is interference or like? No, not at all. Yeah, I, I think he thinks that he's got a shot here. Yeah, I don't think he's had any communication with the White House in about since the election. He's just out there. Him and Corey Lewandowski are just out there on their own. <laughs> just they have no idea what they're doing. Uh, you're right, Mike. He was the Attorney General in New York for two years. Oh, yeah. and the Southern District for six. So never mind. He had he had a hell of a job. Yeah, that's that's the big one. That's the uh, that, that's the one where they get all the financial criminals because uh, it all goes through Wall Street. And that's oh, yeah. what Paul Giamatti does on billions. It's Wasn't going- Rudy's Rudy's big thing is he went after the mob after the mob was already basically dead. Yeah, and just took credit for it when um, none of it actually made a difference because they were a bunch of old like seventy year olds who weren't doing anything anyway. Yeah, it's the the guy who hides under the ring during the Royal Rumble. Yeah, basically. And comes out, <laughs> and then comes out yeah. when uh, when there's only two guys left. Uh, yes, uh, one of those. What's his that, wrestling? What's his wrestling equivalent for the way he was just in charge for the last like two months after nine eleven? He got uh, like voted uh, out last November, didn't he? Uh, no, no, not I think voted out. It was over. Term. It was over. Yeah, oh, term yeah, left. But. But no, uh, yeah, he uh, and yeah, he also notably he got rid of all the got rid of all the porn theaters in in Times Square, cleaned up Times Square. Um, That's good. You got to make you got to make way uh, for a few T-Mobile. They don't know how they feel about that. Yeah, he he fixed all the broken windows, folks. He did it. Rudy was installing Uh, paints himself. Times Square once it's built. Yeah, the M and M store. They they based um the yellow M and M off of Rudy. Oh. (laughs) they <laughs> <laughs> i think they got i i think the m&m store is gone i'm not sure I, but i think that's oh, no. done but there is a new there's a krispy Kreme flagship that just opened mm. uh that's enormous uh that opened like two months ago where you can get like an 11 dollar donut that looks like an apple uh 
did you – how does everybody feel about their NBA draft last night, alternatively? Because I feel very good. Oh, boy. Well, the Celtics got the best shooter who can't do anything else. He can barely – won't be probably able to get open looks in the NBA. So Who's that? There's that. Um, Nesmith. Uh, where did from he come Vanderbilt. From? Vanderbilt. Okay. That's yeah. it. I uh, I followed. I I didn't. I usually pay more attention to the draft, but the Sixers picked so late that I really didn't pay that much attention. I just really wanted them to trade Horford, and, and they have. What a fucking terrible! Like the just every the- year the Celtics find a way to fucking make <laughs> the Sixers look like one that's of the, right. like the Three Stooges. It happens every year. Twenty-four million for Horford, and the Celtics were exactly the same team without him. It's better, really funny. they were better. Yeah, well, Tice, Tice did all the same stuff this year. They're saying Tice made the leap, but it was also the system allows for the five to get a lot of space because there's so many wings out there. But the yeah. uh, um, the Horfords, uh, all the many Horfords on Twitter, uh, really tried to twist a knife uh, on their way out. Yeah, uh, his sister said that we never accepted him because he, like, didn't hate Boston. And I just, like, I read that and I was like, that's never been a thing. Like, we, that's never been a thing. We hate him because we shouldn't have signed him. And he sucks. Not he's good a, enough. Not, doesn't, he's a, doesn't bring enough. He's a good system guy, but, like, I don't know what they expected him to do in this offense. I think they just hired a new GM, Elton, and – he just had to do something. Like, they struck out. I think they honestly thought they were – they got a meeting with, like, Kawhi or whatever, didn't they? They got a meeting with somebody, and they thought they were going to be fine, and then they weren't. So they're like, wow, we got to do something big. Well, I think uh, the, the big... Knicks – Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I'll come – I'll circle back to the Knicks yeah. draft picks the, the and, Knicks, and how – They drafted that kid who, like, cried, and they were like, well, we mm-hmm. actually traded him. A lot of people cried uh, last night. There was an incredible amount of crying going on. Um, uh, the only, uh, and, and then they had, um, I can't remember exactly which player it was now, but, uh, uh they had, uh, one that I think it was one that was part of state. Um, his brother had died after, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, uh, yeah, it was like a skateboarding accident where he smashed his head and then died. And the entire interview was basically just like, uh, you're in the NBA. It's incredible, but your brother's still dead. How's, is that, is that okay for you? Are you, or how are you, how do you feel about that? Uh, and if like, I don't, it, it's a very ESPN thing. Like they, they do that constantly to just any opportunity to bring up, if something bad happened, like that's the first thing that's going to come up. Like the, like I, I'm sure. No, not bad. Like absolutely, like soul-suckingly tragic. If it were just bad, they yeah. wouldn't bring it up. It's like I see your dad <laughs> broke his femur the other day. It's like no, they're yeah. not bringing that up. I hear your dad died, failed, killed himself, failed math a few years ago. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's bad. I your found brother dying skateboarding that, is fucking yeah. full-on tragedy. But, I mean, I've, uh, no. It, <laughs> I uh, no, I, I think the, there's the uh, everyone else was mostly just crying. That he took all those questions in stride, as they probably uh, expected all of them. Um, everyone that was uh, uh, mo- or just about everyone who was uh, crying quite a lot was just really just very happy to be there. Yeah, it was. It was. I just one kid was just like openly sobbing when after they drafted him. He like tried to answer a question about how happy he was and what a good system, whatever team they had. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm just happy to be a role player." In this fucking team. 
It's like, all right, man. Okay. It's like, you're you're going to be at seventh man in your first year. Like, let's relax. Well, speaking of players that you're glad to see gone, circling back to Horford, um, I'm, despite him putting the Celtics in a bad spot, I'm very happy to see Gordon Hayward is no longer a member of the Boston Celtics. He has opted out of his contract. I have no idea why he would do that. He is not going to – like, it's going to take him two and a half years to make $34 million again. Mark well, Stein says that he's going to the Knicks. Yes. Or, not, or says that a lot of talks have been held. Yeah. That, like, well, how much is he worth as a player at this point? 15 a year, something like that? He'll get 20? more than that. He'll get, yeah, the Knicks will give him 25. Yeah, 24, four years, 25. Probably like $103 million, something like that. Because they did, they cleared all that space, and it's for something. And I don't think it's going to be Van Vliet. I don't think he's coming to the Knicks. It's probably going to be Hayward because who, what? There's no marquee name out there, and Van Vliet's going to get more money than Hayward. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably get like twenty five, twenty six a year for three or four yeah. years, right? Yeah, and. Somebody's going to overpay that guy. I don't think he's that good. Well, I think it's for Hayward, it's going to come down between Atlanta and New York. And I just don't, I could see him going to Atlanta. Like he would actually fit in better in Atlanta because they need a wing like that. They have Reddish, but nobody knows how good Reddish is. He didn't really do anything last year. The, uh, the Knicks, uh, I, I don't really know why it, apart from money, because they do have a lot of uh, cap space. I don't really know why anyone would choose to go there. It, uh, you know, I, I know that that's uh, what a bunch of uh, people who post crying laughing emojis say on Twitter all day, and I wish I had a, a, a more compelling argument. There isn't <laughs> one, though. Just, like, there, like, there's why? Not, just a, it's a black hole. It, I it, mean, it, I mean it, for Kevin Love, I don't think any real contender will want him. So then I think it's just like, had your career statistics because like even the last couple years where he's been on a shit team like he still like puts up some numbers and he's won a couple titles so maybe in his head somewhere he thinks it's like hey if i can find a team that just lets me shoot and i can go 20 and a soft 20 and 10 for the next year and a half like i got a hall of fame chance yeah outside shot uh, but it's it's yeah for uh, there's always the thing where your boy lockett just scored yep People love to say that the that they the, they would love the opportunity to play in the garden, but it, it's just like it. It's been proven time and time again. It doesn't actually mean anything besides a visiting player every once in a while, where ESPN wants to drum up like some type of ratings for the game. They'll hype it up, but it the, no arena holds any type of significance anymore. Because they I all agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. But, Oh, try that again, Mike. They're all identical. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's the, the, uh, the there's no one. Said so they're all identical. It's it's not. There's nothing especially interesting about any one of them. Like no, uh-huh. there's no, uh, there's no one fan base that's going to say anything. That's uh, like uh, who, apart from like negative reputations, like no fan base. No fan base has like a, a like anything interesting or creative that they do. There's, yeah, there's uh, really all you no, like, hear about is the uh, is the jazz. Uh, uh, just right. being extremely jazz fans being too racist. Jazz fans being too racist. Yeah, there's no like St. Louis Cardinals fans of the of, of Major League uh, of and the NBA. 
There's no just like, yeah, but and that fat, that fan base, they fucking get it. They just absolutely mm-hmm. get it. They're the best fan base in sports. There's there's no <laughs> there's none of that in basketball. No. No, in every um because it is like that. I know it's cliche to say at this point, but it is more of a people go to the games to enjoy the games. Now they go to see the players. I mean, I when I go to a Celtics game, I still want the Celtics to win, but I make my choice of what game I'm going to based on who they're playing. Like, if I can go to a Rockets game to see them play Harden, I'd rather do that than go to a game where they're going to win. Like, I'd, I'd rather see be able to, like, tell somebody, oh, yeah, I've seen LeBron play in person than, you know, just a random Celtics game on a Thursday night against Charlotte. I went to a Nets game, uh, a Nets game a few years ago, uh, specifically uh, to see Kawhi oh, and yeah. uh, and Mono Ginobili uh, when the Spurs were coming through, and uh, both of them were rested that night. Oh. So it was just uh, we got to see Patty Mills. Yeah, Patty Mills put up like twenty eight. It's not too bad. He had a good game, but like good player, Patty Mills. It was yeah. like uh, like right before Patty Mills was like he was just starting to become like a thing in San Antonio. So really what we were watching was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. This sucks. The most <laughs> successful Australian point guard. No doubt about it. He's he's the marquee free he's he's a free agent this year, I think. By the way, I've, um, I've been trying to uh, do everything I can to improve my Wi-Fi signal. Just every little thing that I can think of. I'm like, maybe it's the heater is messing with it. So just <laughs> turn the heat off, just opening doors, <laughs> moving things away from the computer. I I I'm going to have to uh, 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 put throw it on the money for a Wi-Fi extender. It's the only way. It's the only thing that I can do. Um, I also I'm sure you all saw it because everybody was talking about it. Everyone was talking about it. But uh, Anthony Edwards saying he's just not that into basketball and then getting drafted number one overall. Yeah, <laughs> Still drafting gonna, him number one. Yeah, that's not going to blow up. This is not another Bennett situation <laughs> at all. And it just keeps happening. It was the Wolves, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's so just funny. gonna happen. It's always it's gonna keep mm-hmm. happening to them. Yeah. They don't even have to take him this time. No, they should have traded the pick. There were people who wanted Weissman any- very badly. Um, more so? so than yeah, oh yeah, that was who the Celtics were trying to get into the top three to take Weissman. Uh, he went to he went to uh, Golden, Golden State, State right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. There are. Uh, there's a lot of soccer players that comes up about who just who make the mistake of saying in interviews that they really that's just a job to them and they don't really mm-hmm. care. Yeah. Uh, and every time there's like people flip out about it all the time, but I'm just like I I it would probably be a a surprising amount of players feel that way. <laughs> uh, if like the who wouldn't say as much, but uh, but I'm hard to put in any actual number on it, but I don't know. 15% maybe who are just not who just happen to be extremely good at stuff and are just coasting on ability and it's just a lot closer to like 30 or 40% but just like <laughs> I I mean I don't care personally but like as a, just rooting for this guy's career I suppose just like maybe don't say it in your like last pre-draft interview yeah yeah like may, maybe he's just like if I if I got drafted in football I would quit basketball tomorrow like wow okay Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, this thing you're top yeah, well, the- percentage point of the world great at. It's like, yeah, I don't really even like it that much. It's fine. It's, like, cool, I guess. Yeah. Pays the bills. It's really it's really cool, like, exercise. I love the exercise. <laughs> There's uh, – it, it, it's 
over over like uh, the the entire world, there's got to be an incredible amount of people who are or who are just like that with a lot of things. Like the the, the thing about the amount of people who just like uh like there's there's got to be a bunch of like incredible like singers who just like nah I don't I don't really like being in front of people. It's not really for me. Oh like, yeah, just, like Kate Smith. Just, yeah, there there must not be. Kate's, yeah. Um. Yeah. No. No. There are like um. It's there are tons of musicians who don't who hate performing now, and they're just like, oh yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for the money. You know, like go on go on tour for the money. Uh, I like to think that's the reason that uh, George Bush uh, took uh, over the FBI and just like I don't want to do this, but this is what I'm good at. I'm good at crushing <laughs> nations. I'm good at uh, drug deals. CIA. I always mix them up when I'm talking yeah. about him. You got to you got to sort it out. You got to you got to do the reading. You're not doing any of the reading. I have talked to people. This, that you're, have listening done the, the you're listening to you're listening to podcasts on time and a half speed, and uh, and, you and you're not writing anything down. You're not reading. <laughs> I'm not writing anything down for sure. Uh, I do. I'm capable of reading. Uh, I won't be bullied over open- that. I gotta open up this Guinness can. It's gonna be really loud because right, it's because uh, it's one, it's a nitro can and it's uh, it has a little it's ball under, in the bottom, right? Pressure. Yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Are you supposed to drink it with the ball in there, or is that so? Like when you dump it out, it's better. Well, you open the can. In the to... the bottle has the widget, and you're supposed to drink it out of the bottle. The can you're supposed to pour it into a glass. Okay. I don't know if I've ever seen Guinness in a bottle. Um, in, the import is in a bottle. It's a different. It's a different beer. It's yeah. this th- that also might have just been a thing that existed in like 2004, which is where uh, my brain has sort of stopped recently. That seems to be uh, as far back as I remember things, and um, <laughs> you were 16, and also uh, where 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 I think everything stopped. You had a lot <laughs> yeah. of very healthy life ahead. Yeah, no, that. it was just like it was just like that. It was you could. Yeah, no, it, that's everyone remembers that. Everyone was drinking Red Dog, and and you can ask anyone. Yeah, yeah, Jenny Cream. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up Jenny? today was um, the the Giants firing Mark Colombo, the offensive line coach, and then a reporter completely lying about them getting into a fist fight, and everyone. Yeah, that was nuts. Calling them out. Yeah, I, it was. Um. I yeah, I, I like. I don't know if he heard that i mean he's just it's looking for clout that's all it, that reporter was looking for clout he was hoping that nobody would call him out or that people would actually believe the him and not believe the giants but i don't know i he like it was the first report of any sort i saw on the firing so i assumed that it was it yeah. was correct and it was not jason mcintyre fuck on jason mcintyre boo boo i what i i how would you think that this wasn't going to come back to you if you make this sort of claim? Like, people don't like it when you say that they got in a fist fight with their coworker, generally. And especially yeah, not people have who have, like, job. who have professional PR people as well. Like, the Giants, the, the Giants uh, understand how the media works and can, yeah. can, can get around whatever thing that you make up about them. Is this you know just what? like you hate to say the Trumpification, but is is this just sort of like the that vein that like no press is bad press kind of thing? Because like there's no way you thought you were getting a, a, a away with something like that. 
maybe i don't know i mean i guess it's uh you know if if you got a bunch of twitter followers out of it it was it all worth it and uh, you got to say yes because there's no i mean like what's the what's the punishment for being wrong now well i don't know i think that that splits the that's like libelous yeah Yeah, i just it's just that he probably it's one of those things where it's like somebody in the giants organization who is probably like you know an intern or something heard them shouting and probably heard something fall and then um tried his damnedest to get somebody's attention and he was able to fool this dumb writer into believing that they got into a fist fight it'd but be so honestly, funny just yeah. target fox reporters with fakes yeah that like just adding jay glazer all day just like picking <laughs> random assistants who got into fist fights with their head coaches that there i i would like to see the sort of uh soccer like transfer rumor uh culture uh, applied to american sports i think it would drive people completely insane like uh, i i don't i don't think people could handle it if because so much of what is reported in like nfl and nba news is like is true and ve- and like usually like no one would say it if uh, if it weren't generally uh, because it's the people who everyone goes to for this are like uh, are ESPN employees or you know uh, but with like all soccer transfer rumors are all like 95% of them are, are based on almost nothing and I would like to see uh, that that brought to uh, uh, to the NFL and to see how people handle like uh, the Mahomes trade rumors constantly. Oh, they wouldn't uh, be able to get handle a bunch it. Of... Oh, I yeah. wouldn't be able to handle it. I believe every rumor I read on Twitter. Like, look at, like, even, like, NBA rumors where, like, uh, a small-town newspaper writer will tweet out something that he heard, and people will just lose their mind. Like, today there was the rumor that the Celtics were going to trade Hayward for Miles Turner, and people just, like, they, they took it. They, they believed it. And they were talking about it on the radio, like, this is great for Boston. This is great for the Celtics. We finally got a big, man. And then, like an hour later, Hayward opted out. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we yeah, talked about it, it previously. Precisely that we talked about it previously, but like uh, being able to like dip my toe into sports radio in Philadelphia whenever I like is is really a treat. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe I've missed this for so long. Um, I also like to think that this guy was like. He was like like having a night crawler argument with with whoever is like editor or whatever is, and he was like, "Listen, do you want to be right or do you want to be first? Because there's like a one in ten chance I'm completely right, and in that case, we've knocked it out of the park." Yeah, exactly. That that they believe that um, like sports radio, it's it's basically the twenty four hour news cycle, but dumber. <laughs> yeah. So they have like there's two guys who have four hours to fill every day, and they're <laughs> smart enough basically to talk for 20 minutes so they have to take that 20 minutes of content and somehow stretch it out to four hours so it mostly involves just vague threats to players and things like that that's a lot of what boston sports radio is it's just like threatening players vaguely or saying like um completely wrong things about out of town players like coming in and say i don't know about james harden he has a he has a past it's like no he doesn't like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about seems dude? like a bad dude yeah uh philly sports radio does a lot of like, done, historical done crimes that i've 
Oh, I think we're on a delay, Mike. Um, and he's gonna answer. Uh, <laughs> Philly does I, a lot of like I'm bad just historical. How about the? Oh God, he did it again. <laughs> That's actually some of my favorite bits is is you just talking just accidentally talking over each other constantly. Um, Philly does a lot of like historical comparisons no, that are very poorly done anymore. And the one that I I think about a lot is is like the Phillies won like nine games in a row this year, and they I turned on sports radio and it was like, is this offense better than the two thousand eight Phillies <laughs> offense? No, it's not. They won the World Series. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. They won. We've won nine in a row out of 60. And also, who's driving in their car can remember every little detail about the 2008 Phillies offense to be able to call in and be like, I don't know um, how these guys would stack up to Utley. That's what the whole thing would be. It's like, oh, I don't know. how uh, These guys, they, they couldn't handle Utley's jock. That's what most of the calls would be is what I'm assuming. They, oh yeah, they well, you have to before you say that the 2010 Phillies or 2020 Phillies are better than the 08 Phillies, you have to first say it was like, first of all, like nothing against the 08 Phillies at all. Yeah, no, no, love them. They won the World Series. You can't take that, up. but was Bryce Harper a better center fielder? And I think he was. <laughs> I don't know. Victorino was pretty good though. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, and the worst part, it was like completely perpetuated by the hosts. It was like their idea. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like somebody called in. It was just like, you know, they just needed something to talk about. Yeah, like the sports radio guys don't even have the excuse anymore that there are no sports going on because there are plenty of sports going on. Like there's no reason that they have to even force any of these conversations. All right, I've made a big change here uh, because my – Put your shirt back I don't, on. I don't tr- hey. <laughs> I'm trying to run a professional show here. I'm now uh, working off my phone's hotspot, and I think that that will work better. Okay. Has my um, sound quality improved now that it's in the last 30 seconds? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the delay is gone. At least there's that. At least there's that. As long as it's not all choppy. As long as like every third word isn't dropping out. I also uh, really enjoy the people who wait on hold for sports radio for like probably like 40 minutes to ask some radio host a question about like scheme. It's like, don't you think that'd be better if this guy came in off the bench in that Mm -hmm. situation? Yeah. It's like, ah, I trust the coach, I guess. Thanks Uh, for calling. Yeah. When uh, Jeffrey comes back, do you think we should put him in the slot? I think it would really help Wentz to have that. Okay, man. um, Thanks for holding for three hours, but yeah, sure. (laughs) It's a lot of that. Yes. I, I can't believe that like the people that would bother calling into Francesa, like, uh, I can't imagine how long or it might take to get through. And then it's just like, Mike, I know that we haven't touched on this in a while. Could Jeter play third? I don't remember what you said. <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and it's like, well, actually, that might be worth it because you'd probably get a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him a question from 10 years ago. But um, otherwise, it's just like, uh, like they – they are in the end just one man or in some cases two men uh like there's no way they've seen everything like if you call oh, in no. with a, if like if you call into philly sports radio with a, a question about like temple football like that that they will actually have like, that they're paying close enough attention to to be able to give you a good answer i'm not so sure no there's not a chance but that's the that's where like shows like around the horn and um, part in the interruption fall apart where when you first listen to them, 
it's like, oh yeah, no, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, I guess I guess they know what they're talking about when it comes to you know the Golden State Warriors, and then you hear them talk about like a Boston team, and they just get like people's name wrongs names wrong and everything else wrong. You're like, oh no, these guys have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, anybody who's ever heard Kendrick Perkins dissect anything? Well, in the, oh my God! He, now hold on. He sucks. <laughs> now hold on. Take take that back. He sucks. I hate listening to him. I love. I I can never say anything bad about Perk. So um, because um, he was on the 08 Celtics, and the 08 Celtics can do no wrong in my mind. Perk could go on TV and claim that like, I know, Yao Ming was a better player than LeBron, and I'd be like, you know what? He might have a point. I gotta think about this for a minute. Yeah, yeah you maybe- know. Ming was a transcendent player who just injuries cut him short. Who knows? He could have been better than LeBron. The, uh, I, I don't know. Who do I hate the most? And the, It's just, but it's even so then, funny. Just a, well, uh, I think it's, I haven't seen him in a while and I've been watching get up, uh, almost every day now. Um, but I haven't seen Dan Orlovsky in a, in a while, but Dan Orlovsky is oh, he sucks. absolute idiot. Uh, has nothing of interest to say. Um, but, but I can't think of a, an analyst who I, I, I've, I've avoided so much, uh, of, of ESPN for years and years and now I'm back in it. And so, uh, now I, I, I now I have to learn new guys to, to dislike. Not very impressed with Jeff Saturday either. I have to say very annoying to me. Yeah. Who's the, um, the guy on ESPN with the glasses who's on around he was on um first take sometimes he's on all the nfl coverage i can't think of his name but he's always yelling always yelling <laughs> beard bald guy glasses i can't remember his name he does the uh, nfl you said yeah he's an he's an ex nfl player i just can't remember his name uh no i can't remember his name yeah. i don't watch any espn really i don't have cable it's... anymore um wait is that um is that is that Swagoo? It might be. What's this? Uh, whose real name I'm blank on right now? Now I'm just looking it up so I can get the name. Yeah, now Brendan, you're actually gonna have to edit out the silences here. Mike, I'm way ahead of you. I paused the recording momentarily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mar- Marcus Spears. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any always, point. Always yelling. Yeah, I don't know any point he's ever made because he's always just screaming. <laughs> like, he'll go on, like, first take, and he'll just be angrily yelling at Stephen A, and Stephen A will be angrily yelling at him back. And there's just <laughs> nothing going on. You don't know what they're talking about. A couple weeks ago, Drew and I did um, – Drew rapping for safety, if you don't know him on Twitter – we did a um a stream where we went over our best moments of first take, and it it's insane how how funny it was that um there's an old clip of Skip being like, I don't want to say that uh no like Stephen A goes on this like long spiel about how hard it was for Muhammad Ali to be at the top of his fighter at the time that he was because of all all the racism and he had to face all the persecution he had to face for um, being a conscientious objector to the Vietnam War. And um, and then it ends with, like, Stephen A going, and Tebow, it's not even close what Tebow's going through. And, and then it cuts to Skip, and he's like, 
it's close. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. That's like that's the one thing with Skip going to Fox Sports. I think he's kind of fallen off. I mean, he's still doing all the same shit, but you he, never he is, you don't hear about him. ESPN much. cut bait at a good time, but it also Stephen A. brings it out of you. Like yes, he really I, does. He brings out the best in people. I genuinely like Stephen A. Like uh uh, you know what what he's saying uh. uh like uh doesn't matter to me so much it doesn't whether whether he's right or wrong uh doesn't really matter to me um because uh because he's just pure entertainment whereas skip bayless was just like this uh uh just like instant hate figure like uh like uh, skip is unenjoyable whereas Stephen a is is fun no matter what he's saying skip i I just want i want him to feel pain yes yeah Stephen a at least like when he's not threatening Kevin Durant's life, can be reasonable. <laughs> like Skip, there's no redeeming qualities about Skip Bayless. He's a nasty little gremlin of a man. He looks, uh, he's too fit for his age. And yeah. uh, he's got that awful, like, uh, just very sort of reptilian smile mm-hmm. that is just, he's the one of the uh, least trustworthy looking people on television. Yeah, yeah very, very much the face of like a born again man. Yes, I don't know. Uh, well, it's it's very yeah very uh, yeah it, it's if if Skip Bayless asked you to follow him somewhere you would never do it. Yeah, I mean Skip's whole thing is that he gets up at like three in the morning to work, like to do notes on sports so we can have the best takes, and then all his takes are dog shit. That's the best part about <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> Like that, it, it, LeBron isn't good. It's like that was his yeah. It just take. yeah. You you know who else works like twenty hour days? Adam Gase. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, at some point, you actually have to be talented. Like, yeah. uh, uh, like I, I mean, I guess the uh, again because sports reward the performative grind so much that like it makes sense that sports media would as well. Like, how many fucking cell phones do you think Jay Glazer owns? Like it's a. Uh, like a joke about. Jake, he yeah. still probably has a BlackBerry because he's yeah. like, you know, some. This is the only way like Pete Carroll can reach me, so I got to keep it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have any other number of mine, and I'm too afraid to ask him. Just like so, that one guy from back in the day who says, "Now nah, the last time I transferred all my contacts, I lost them all, so I'll never do it yeah. again." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, this this phone has Don Shula's number in it. I know he's dead, but I still need it just in case. You never know. Sometimes I look down, I think it says Don Shula answer. I say, Don, it's no one. It's static. But you know what? Uh, one day. Who knows? <laughs> I signed some of the biggest deals of my life with this phone. This phone will – I will die with this phone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I watched the, the DeSouza Mero uh, interview with Stephen A. Smith. And the way he answered the question uh, when they brought up politics to Stephen A., he's definitely going to run for office someday. Oh yeah, I mean, hundred percent. Well, yeah, and um, I mean, he is a Republican. I think he said before too, and other things for tax reasons. You know, <laughs> he's tax rich tax enough, reasons. man. He makes plenty of money from ESPN. You know, oh, Steve, yeah. Stephen A. just hates cancel culture. That's his whole thing. Oh yeah, um, there is a very good Skip Bayless quote about his politics. See, oh here it is. I found it right here. This is what he said after he left ESPN. He's like, I'm not and have never been a member of the white establishment. The white establishment never liked me. 
I have worked for white establishment news, newspapers and television networks. The one I just left, ESPN, that's white establishment, man. And they never really liked me. I don't fit in. I'm a communist, man. I'm going to break the rules. Skip Bayless, 65, says. <laughs> Is he, like, really, like, a, like a, like a communist? No, there's not a chance. No. He was probably no. just, like, anti-authoritarian in college. Oh, well, it's and, so funny to me that he would, like, work for ESPN and then say he's a communist and then go work for Fox, the, yeah. the anti, anti-socialist. <laughs> exactly. Additional, like, uh, Skip, as well, a guy who rose to prominence by calling Troy Aikman gay. Yeah, he <laughs> like, wrote a, sold a book on calling Troy Aikman gays. <laughs> and that the fact that they work together now. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if that comes up at the Christmas party. Oh, he doesn't. He won't talk to him. He like if any. He like when they do like ad reads for first take. He refuses to say anything, <laughs> or whatever that show is called now. Wait, they work Undis- together. Uh, Skip and Shannon undisputed. Yeah, they both work for Fox. Oh, they just work both. Work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that they don't ever actually overlap. No. I'm sure that they figured. I'm sure uh, when they hired Skip, they called Troy first, and they're like, "Listen, Troy, <laughs> I know you're gonna have some questions." We understand there might be some concern, so let's get ahead of this. Troy Aikman upset that Fox is trying to start drama. <laughs> Just tweeting out <laughs> fake friends. <laughs> Troy Aikman official. Fake friend. Boy, yeah. you think you know somebody. Troy Aikman tweeting out the snake emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I um, you know I I I really haven't seen anything that Skip Bayless has said for some time now. I like uh, Shannon Sharp. Uh, like once every couple months, will just go on a tear, and like whatever he says, will make like one of those full two minute and twenty second yeah. Twitter videos, uh, where he speaks very eloquently on uh, uh, any uh, major issue going on. Um, he's got his he has his history down. So Shannon Sharp is very good at giving out like very to the point yeah. history lessons. Uh, Skip has said nothing the, of interest, uh, with with the exception of what we talked about a few weeks ago, which is when he said uh, when he called Dak Prescott a pussy yes. for being upset that his brother committed suicide. Yeah, he can't be a leader yeah. because um, his brother committed suicide. And no, and then, no, that's then, not why. It was because um, Dak said he battles with depression. That's why he couldn't be a leader. Yeah, yeah we, we need that, you that, sharp. Yeah. He, he's the CEO of the Cowboys, which uh, I think Stephen Jones is actually the CEO of the Cowboys. But, um, uh, but yeah, the, the, because Dak uh, is struggling with uh, uh, being depressed about his brother's suicide, that it brings up a lot of questions about leadership. And then he went and got his, uh, 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 got his body destroyed um, during a game. And, like, it's not the time to do that. You do that in the offseason. So. That's right. It shows a lack of commitment to get injured. Yeah, I mean, it, if you're not depressed, your your ligaments are stronger. So, it's all mental. If he was feeling good, it was his knee would have well, held together. I don't know. Do you, do you think I, about well, maybe actually, going shopping? Maybe you'll feel a little better. Maybe you'll get take some of that stress off. Go buy yourself a new outfit. The exception to this rule is, of course, JJ Watt, the world's most positive and constantly injured man. That's yeah, that's true. JJ Watt is being punished by God for a joke reason that yeah. I haven't figured out yet. Yeah. His latest punishment is his brother being a better football player than him. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was that other skip thing that went viral around the playoffs where he tried to throw the, the Clippers jersey into a trash barrel and struggled with it. <laughs> like it was one of those small like bathroom <laughs> ones. 
and he tried to step on the lid and it wouldn't open. And then he tried to hold it open and slam the shirt in and completely missed. And that's a, he's a Clippers fan. He's a Kawhi fan. He's also a Cowboys fan. His Cowboys, you know. Yeah, uh, we we got we got the worst people with the Cowboys. Um, that it's the thing. It's the the thing I don't talk about was the fact that being born in 1987 meant that uh, I grew up with the heyday of Cowboys success, and as such, uh, it stuck for me. And uh, and and has been nothing uh, but bad news since, um, both on and off the field. Uh, and it would be easy to just uh, uh, give up on it all, except uh, I'm just detached enough to not have it uh, ruin my life. So instead, it's just having to go like, yeah, I saw Chris Christie in the box. I'm not going to let it bother me. Just yeah. When I saw I saw Ellen in there, and I was like, why couldn't that have been me? <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't I have been Ellen? <laughs> you, you and George W. Bush. That's just right. Ha- having a great time in there. Yeah, I would love to be seated between George Bush and Ellen. Just have that. Imagine that conversation. Oh, what they must have been talking about. Oh, the yeah. worlds that those two could shake. Yeah. Um, who's um, Ellen just talking about how she abuses her interns and George Bush talking about all the civilians he killed. Yeah, just so taking, much Ellen just taking notes on waterboarding. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, Kipo, there's a little tradition around here. We'd like to watch some Gridiron Heights. Oh, oh no. Um, I, I've decided that we're going to do this slightly differently than we usually do. We're, we're, we've been trying to like just run through the backlog. I think what we're going to do from now on is one from the backlog, most current one. My brother-in-law once tried to tell me to watch <laughs> Game of Zones. <laughs> that it I'm was out. good. Yeah, and I'm like... Okay, this for every sports conversation we have from now on, that's going to be in the back of my head, no matter <laughs> yeah, this, what. The, this is a this is a stain that never will never come off. Yeah, you told me this is yeah. good. If anybody yeah. ever said like, yeah, Barstool's not that bad. They're they're actually Exa- kind of good. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, so now I got that. Well, that, yeah. well I'm surprised that, you don't like Barstool. They're funny. Yeah, there, there's the couple. You know, I don't like them all, but there's a couple of them that are that are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like well, obviously, like look, they got me. They got me in with the smoke show, and like you can't even tell. You can't tell me that yeah. you don't. You can't tell me you don't look at the smoke show. But then, like, yeah, and, and like the the uh, reason some some of the stuff the guys had to say on there is actually yeah. really smart. And like you know, uh, Prez, like he's not for everybody, but like he's funny, dude. And you got to admit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not Republicans. So Big Cat's a liberal, so you know, like they got everything. I really respect they anybody. I, I just really respect anybody who could build an empire like that. Like he yeah. came from nothing and really just built it up top to bottom. You know what's funny though is that if the the way that people st- sell their arguments like that, if someone was it to in for for a quiet life, if someone was just like, no, dude, like Barstool, like it's funny. Like, you gotta admit, like some of it's funny. I would just go, yes, that's right, it is. Yeah. Like I would. I don't think if, you could do that if, though. As soon as you praise. Yeah, as soon as you praise him. What am I gonna do? Like, who? Yeah. What, why am I gonna have this argument with somebody? Like, what do I like? It's yeah. what? Like, I'm gonna start talking well, I mean, about like they, labor rights to this fucking yeah. guy. Come on. I, I mean, Bar still survived posting a literal naked child on the website. There's nothing they could do now that you <laughs> could ever like. They defended that, so there's really nothing else you could do. There is that what that, she poorly written, that poorly written blog about how that dead girl deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they actually fired that guy. So. Oh, uh, you know, I, the, I I had I, I don't read many of the Barstool blogs, admittedly, um, but that I 
more than anything, more than it's uh, extremely offensive content, I couldn't believe how bad the writing was. It oh, was it's awful. It, like any editor, I, I don't think they pay editors. I think they're just the. <laughs> I think yeah. they're just. Let, I don't think know. the editors actually edit anything. No, but it just like the that was not at any standard of writing. It was no. incomprehensible. It was so bad. Yeah, no, it's like worse. Do you remember when um, Bleacher Report, you could basically, it was just a blog spot? It's mm. that level, like where you could just post your own articles. That's all it is. It's <laughs> that type of writing. <laughs> it's basically like, like worse, than, worse than Yelp reviews. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that's that's if that that's the 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 mark that i want to use is the people who uh <laughs> just looking at yeah i'm looking looking at brendan muted and coughing hysterically <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, back, yeah. but. i mean most of their articles are a stolen video from a tweet and then like five sentences of incomprehensible garbage that somehow managed to get like gets like a sexist remark in about a video of like a dog falling in a pool <laughs> <laughs> somehow they managed to be like in this dumb bitch and it's just a dog <laughs> falling in the water i i have not read any articles on the barstool website i don't know I, i've listened to pft pardon my take i've listened to that twice garbage. probably bad didn't like it well, uh, they're above it all that's the thing that you don't get they're actually mocking the culture that they've made their livelihood on and yeah, are certainly in the years. ownership group of yes oh that was one of the funniest things ever is after they interviewed trump and um that big cat guy went on the radio and he's like barstool's not supposed to be political this was not run by me um i would have i would have said something barstool's not political that's what, that was his big thing, as he kept saying. It was like, we've always stayed out of politics as yeah, okay. Dave Portner goes on Tucker Carlson once a week. I, I did just watch uh, Portnoy's uh, uh, election night video. Oh, God. Where he basically, where he tells everybody, he's just like, it's like, it's like Donald Trump won. And, like, and everyone, like, we're just going to have to come together. Just like whether you agree with him or not, like we're gonna have to work together, and like because there's nothing you can say about it. Donald Trump won. <laughs> oh no, I'm like, sure you handled this like, well. And like, well, Vince. well done, sir. Like, <laughs> uh, showing that incredible uh, Dave Portnoy judgment to come out uh, before the mail before the mail in ballots got counted <laughs> at like <laughs> doing this at like 10 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know what? I've seen enough out here. I'm calling. <laughs> Bernanke isn't in. I'm in. I'm calling it. Or, uh, you know what? I, we uh, uh, Dave Portnoy. He also uh, he he doxed himself a while ago by posting oh, yeah. pictures of his mail. He uh, he lives on seems. I think he lives on 14th Street. I've forgotten now. I, I, I got to go find it. Not that you it know, matters. I wouldn't be surprised. The next Rudy press conference, Portnoy standing right up there with him. <laughs> if you know what, they would have a better shot with him running this thing. Oh yeah, he's an all-time bullshitter. So that he would be able to, he would just be able to talk. He's just coherent endlessly. Yeah. yeah. He yeah he would he would be selling this better than Rudy is. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because his um, Portnoy's dad is a lawyer. You know, came from nothing with a rich lawyer dad in one of the richest towns in Massachusetts. But you know, you built yourself up, man. 
That you know, uh, t- uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could have all gone uh, very, very wrong. I mean, uh, if if you if you were a rich kid and you're just like, I'm starting a sports blog where we post pictures of girls from Arizona State, like, uh, at, I, there, I, I, to his credit, somewhat, I think a lot of other guys have failed with that exact yeah. same plan. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of um, Boston bloggers, did you hear what the Ringer has been doing? Oh yes, Bill Simmons got a big mention in the New York Times today, uh, yeah. by talking about his union busting efforts because he, yeah. every every all the writers that support support the union, he started unfollowing them on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and he's also hiring um independent contractors now to do podcasts. So are just all these pseudo celebs that he's built up over the last three years going to keep going the way of uh, like Jason Concepcion? Yeah, yeah, yes. they're just uh, yeah, themselves off because there's no. Uh, I mean, they're they're doing more and more podcasts, but the the main takeaway from that New York Times piece was that the people are leaving because they don't see how they're supposed to move up because now like shows about basketball that they would have done now go to Steve Kerr. Yeah, or um, they hired um Ryan Shazier, Rajah Bell. Um, they hired a bunch of like ex athletes, but didn't actually hire them there, like independent contractors in the in that way. So. You know they're not paying them a huge amount of money, but they're taking that hour a week that could have went to a writer right. staff writer. Yeah, I I mean I like Kevin O'Connor. I like yeah. uh, you don't. Do you know <laughs> about um, Kevin O'Connor? Do you know about KOC's reply guy habits? Oh no. Do you know who he's a reply guy for? No. Um, very one, Elon Musk. Oh. His gimmick no. used to be he would ask Elon Musk questions about the NBA. Up until 2019, he'd go into oh, Elon Musk's replies. He'd be like, hey, Elon, Thanks, what do you think about Dirk Nowitzki retiring? <laughs> and Elon, Elon responded, yeah. He responded once to hundreds of tweets at him. Oh, hundreds. Oh, no. It's like, well, hey, yeah. That's no good. Hey, well, hey, there? I don't like Shea Serrano, really, but no. I suppose he'll leave. Uh, the... I don't know who is the uh well there's um uh, what's the um the NFL writer who used to be there who was he hosted the podcast forever and then when that union stuff started he disappeared and then he left the ringer a couple months later and he's with the athletic now it's uh Robert Mays okay and so he hosted the ringer podcast for years he hosted it at Grantland too and then suddenly when the union drive started, um, he disappeared from the podcast. It was not mentioned. And then he left the ringer like five months later and now hosts the athletic football podcast. Uh, you know, I, when they bring in all these, the, like the big name people to do podcasts is, I, I, again, uh, my judgment of this is slightly clouded by the fact that I've like been li- like started listening to podcasts in like 2006 so like uh i'm used to just only like freaks doing them but like do do people want podcasts from celebs like is that what people actually uh, want that yes it's not even that they want that it's just when they got the spotify deal what spotify wants is they want attention and what's who's gonna get more attention right um kevin o'connor or steve kerr and pete carroll yeah yeah absolutely yeah who's gonna get more attention some um, NFL beat writer or, you know, getting Ryan Shazier after he retires to do a podcast. Yeah. Like that's what, I, yeah. <laughs> Spotify just wants names. That's why they paid Joe Rogan all that money. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah, he's also, you know, the, uh, yeah. a, a known quantity, but uh, if uh, when, when like, especially like the last couple of months, when just like actors start podcasts, yeah. it just like, like, oh, like do, do people actually want to hear, uh, I think he's been doing it for a while, but like Alec Baldwin's like interview show, like does like, do, do people care about this? Are, are, are people actually interested? It's one of those things. I think a lot of people will subscribe to it who don't listen to podcasts anyway and they'll have it on right. automatic download and they'll never listen to it but it still looks like there's a <laughs> lot of just, downloads on it that's god what a what a life to have yeah. whereas people just like i'll check out the alec baldwin show his trump impression yeah. is very funny to me and and then just yeah once a week just downloading in the background never looked at never considered yeah. and he's just raking in yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars it's just a bunch of middle-aged people always wondering why they can't put any more pictures there's, on their phones no more... it's because they have hundreds of hours of the alec baldwin podcast. 126 gigs yeah. of audio guess, i don't know i, I don't it. even know what this is i don't even i don't even listen to music on my phone oh i got a damn <laughs> I gotta upgrade my damn cloud storage. I'm paying five dollars. I gotta get I gotta get cloud storage now. This I gotta get rid of Spotify. It's saving stuff on there. It's every time I listen to a song, they're putting it in my library. Oh, I said I, I took like a long car trip with my boss once, and uh, she asked my other coworker and I uh, to like just compile songs on a playlist so we could just listen to a random smattering of stuff. Um, and every time she heard a song she liked, she would she would download it to her phone. She wouldn't like oh. like it. She wouldn't like I don't know, whatever you got to do on Spotify, like add it to like a yeah like. yeah. But she just like click. It was like Apple Music. It was like clicks. Would you like to add this song to your library? Yes. She's like if you click yes again, you're gonna download this song directly onto your phone. Yes. She must have downloaded like thirty songs in four hours. Jesus, it was insane. No, well maybe she had a a, a, a quite a lot of storage. You just got a phone with uh, yeah. uh, 512 gigs of space. And then but then it just turns into like a judgment thing. Just like, oh, so she didn't, all right. She didn't, she didn't download Iggy Pop. I don't know what the fuck I did wrong there, but, you know, she, she didn't like that one. She didn't like that I, one enough. I have, uh, my, my iPhone has 256 gigs of storage and there are 21,000 pictures on it. And I, and it's just, it's the, it's the Pacific Ocean, like garbage island. Uh, of shit like it, it's there's so much in there that i would really like to get rid of because it's making it hard to search for anything like there's uh the of of the five to ten useful or good things that i save or take pictures of a month are now just hundreds of screenshots of tweets that i never look at again i don't know why i'm doing it it's just something i just do instinctively and then just go i don't need this for anything and then, then just don't delete it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of listening to things with um, your boss in the car, the last time I had to ride with my boss, um, he had the Barstool channel on that's on Sirius XM on the radio. <laughs> you look like you'd be into Barstool. You, you like Barstool? Yeah. You, got, yeah, yeah. You, you like sports, right? What do you think of this? Well, his big thing is what he wanted to do is he was like, you know how on like Barstool does like the office videos? What if we did that at our shitty <laughs> office for three people <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just filmed it people would find this funny everyone thinks that their job should be a sitcom yeah uh, and it's it's a, a fantastic phenomenon and i would really like to see some of them get made like i think i think some of just for how incredibly boring or weird they would be i would like to 
like start filming things like sending a film crew to places where they say like dude this place is so funny like this this is like a seinfeld yeah. episode like um and and just having people go down there and just prove yeah. it for like eight weeks yeah, and it's like um whatever whatever comes out yeah i have this will they or won't they with my co-workers like no it turns out you're just sexually harassing her every day. <laughs> <laughs> no you've just been staring at her for 40 yeah. minutes <laughs> She can't just keep text- doing this. She's texting her hu- she's texting her husband that he needs to come yeah. down there. <laughs> That's, that would that would be good. Like uh I I mean like the I I so many of the places that I've worked at, like people have said things like that and just like no, it's just like it's it's usually it's boring here. It's yeah. like, it, it's like yes, some funny things happen, but like it's for the most part, it's just like, and also it's just like you wouldn't like that you'd be the focus of it, whoever. Is saying yeah. it. Like that's yeah, you, that's also a big part. You don't of it. want it reflected back at you ever. Yeah, you yeah, would. Well, you, would, you think you would that like you're to like, watch everyone else. You don't want to be a character on yeah. this show, right? No, well, you'd gonna... think that your snarky like commentary or whatever would get you to like be a gym role, but in reality, you'd be the the Dwight. Or you wouldn't be on the fucking show. That's yeah. It would be yeah. very frustrating to have a, a, a sitcom, a reality TV show shot at, at your work, and like everybody that you work closely with is really dramatic and annoying, and you're just normal, so they never ask you anything, and you just yeah. got to deal with all these people's like enhanced bullshit and get nothing out of it. Yeah, well, then, you're, you they did you're, actually you try your gym, it. but you're Toby. You know they like they did the Hot Nine Seven show. Do you remember that on VH1? No, they did like a. Uh, basically like a reality show at hot nine seven it lasted five episodes because it was so boring (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like that's the type of thing where the people who work there were probably like you know what we have inns we're in new york people will find this stuff fascinating what we do at the office and nobody watched it because no one gave a shit people want to see me ride the four train that's right no, uh, the the only place that I worked that could even come close to that was government work was was at the public works department where I was surrounded by a bunch of absolute true freaks. Except that it's government work and they would never allow cameras in because yeah. it would pull the curtain back on the sort of people that have that get away with working <laughs> union jobs <laughs> for the government. Like uh, the uh, the guy Carl that uh, I worked with, whose grandfather sat next to him when he took his class B C D L and gave him the answers, and then he let a dump truck roll down the hill when he was getting a bagel. <laughs> like that, like this, they they can't let people see this. Like, God, that's no. so cool. <laughs> that's that so one cool. is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I gotta cut you off from telling too many stories about this guy because I, feel I like won't uh, definitely I won't. rabbit hole after a while. No, well that's that's one of the great ones. That I, is that's, so fucking. That's funny. the most New York thing ever too. Getting a bagel. <laughs> and letting your truck roll down a hill this was uh, this well this is uh, uh bordentown new jersey but okay. close enough for, well i mean for, yeah, for, same yeah thing. But, northern but, new yeah. jersey new york <laughs> um yeah the, but uh, anywhere else it's just it's it's not up to the quality of the people saying it think it is no all right guys we're gonna watch this great iron heights episode all right. This is you can from, tell I was stalling to not have to. We stalled for twenty minutes, but that's enough. By the way, I have vegetables. I really, I really regret not using the hotspot for the first half hour of the show because oh, I yeah, feel like I'm going to sound better. bad. And I, I, there's not been a, this has gone without a hitch uh, since. I got to see if I could play FIFA from my phone. I'm going to use this. Uh, I'm going to fix the uh, my uh, issues uh, with playing uh, Ultimate Team. Uh, by just using my phone as a hotspot. 
I mean, is there a FIFA mobile still? Much I think there is. That. I don't know. I it, the game makes me so upset. Like I I stopped oh, yeah. having, I stopped having fun a couple weeks ago, and it, like it was uh, it uh, it was just like uh, just having very ugly reactions to things. Yes. Like uh, throwing actual hissy fits, and uh, while sitting in front of the TV, I'm just like I can't let this mm-hmm. be my life. Oh like, yeah, I don't know if I'm so better. Yeah, I don't know if I'm better this year or if it's just I'm playing on PC and PC players are worse. But this is the first year in probably like four years where I've been able to play online without throwing a fit every five minutes when like I just someone does a skill move and just spins around four defenders and it's like nothing I could have done here. Yeah, I, I can't I can't do anything. I uh decent enough going forward if it, it basically if anyone can dribble at all like it can like has any close control they can go right around yeah. me they can walk the ball in that and it's just it's and i'm just like i can't spend like the 15 20 hours a week into this that i sunk into the, like yeah. I, oh, I've, yeah. I've been found out at this level like it's not I, i'm i'm done yeah well that's the one thing i'm good at timing tackles so when i can't do it I, I lose it because it's like I know what I know what I'm fucking doing. Why is it still not working? That's I you know that when I, I was uh, playing like ten years ago, I think I made that argument in earnest that I'm just yeah. like no, I'm like no, like I understand that like how the game works. Like yeah. this is bullshit. This is a fake version of the game. Rubber this banding. Is like, yeah, you're down this, by this, five, and it's like this is rubber banding. This. <laughs> Um, I've just decided on a new new wrinkle of this Gridiron Heights bit. I'm going to read uh, a Donald Trump tweet from the day that this was recorded. <laughs> I might have just caught it. Did you guys hear that loud noise? I think I might have just caught a mouse behind me. Yeah, I did hear that. That did sound like a plastic mouse trap. Yep. Um, all right. So we got, uh, if the election were based on total popular vote, I would have campaigned in New York, Florida, and California, and won even bigger and more easily. Um, the Electoral College is actually genius in that it brings all states, including the smaller ones, into play. Campaigning is such different is much different. And uh, and finally, very organized process taking place as I decide on cabinet and many other positions. I'm I am the only one who knows the finalists are. So there we have it. <laughs> I'm the only one who knows who the finalists are. <laughs> and and here's the episode. He, he loves television. Now the screen share went away, Brendan. We're not screen sharing, you asshole. Forgot. I didn't want to give away my bit. You fucked it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I wanted to describe the thumbnail was what the Raiders and the Patriots. Is that what was going on there? Yeah. Oh, so it's the Raiders from 2016 with um, Vaughn Miller. I think that's Antonio Brown and Tom Brady. Uh, that looks, <laughs> it's a stealer. I know that. But. That look, yeah. That no, that's definitely Antonio Brown. That's T.J. Watt. That's Von Miller. And then we got the three Raiders, who are apparently. I think Jared Cook is eighty nine. No, I think that isn't that Amari Cooper. Oh, I think that's Amari Cooper. You're right. And I don't know who that is on the left. None of these drawings actually resemble anyone, with the exception of I mean, Von Miller, it, and that's mostly it, because of the glasses. Is it Khalil Mack? Even though um, I guess it, it would does be not Khalil. look anything like him. Uh, let's start the show. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, it's Lev Bell. Raiders are back, 
baby. Back in black. Red Cooper and Crabtree. Making the AFC feel badly. People like it. The Raider Nation. The team from the 70s reincarnation. Back in black and we make it look easy. Cooper catches car call at ACDC. Pops in a black hole. We make enemies. Raiders break records, especially for penalties. Oakland Raiders breaking records with a playlist. They were more famous if we moved to Las Vegas. Raiders belong in the 510. Davis and the Waters gonna tell me when it gets. I be catching hella pisses. I'm a player getting it, but they want to blow the whistle. Just get me because the stutter slip ups. And I got five on it because I'm staying in Oakland. What's, um. That was good. What's the. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a couple different messages that they're trying to communicate there. Didn't get one thing right predicting anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they're, they're constantly making a big deal out of, uh, I, I feel like every like three years, the Raiders have like a resurgence where, where they have to be like, well, guess who's gangbusting into the AFC. Gridiron Heights uh, has never been, there's never been a second draft written of anything. Like, Absolutely it's, not. The, it, it, these all have to, the turnaround time is very fast. And they have just whatever gets handed in first. That's what they make. No questions asked. Doesn't matter. Does this make sense? Who cares? Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get a couple hundred thousand views off this on YouTube. It's going to bring in 80 bucks in, uh, in ad revenue. Yeah. All you need is a pop culture reference that people will get. That's all you need. That's, they can see. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. There was our, um, NWA reference, I think, is what they were going for. That, that must was have been around the time when that movie came out, too. Maybe I, that it, it very much was, uh, yeah, uh, uh, not a parody of, but certainly in the style of Straight Outta Compton. That was uh, yes, and you can imagine it was all white guys who worked on that. that yes, I. Uh, that was my first worry: is that like are white people doing these black voices? And the and I'm I'm if I had to bet on it, I'm saying yes. Yeah. It was probably one guy who did it. It's one guy doing all of them. Yeah. Also, like, what the fuck? Why are they all sitting around, like, toasting the AFC? Who would care? No, nobody cares. Well, no they're one at is... the, the gridiron height. They're at I gridiron have met high. people. I, I, but, uh, in the players themselves, no one would possibly care. But I have met people who have really insane opinions about this sort of thing where they say like well yeah, like, i want to keep it in like, the well, well they're just like no well like other you, you like talk to other cowboys fans who'd be like well no like i mean like because like we got like the eagles if they can win the super bowl like i want them to because like we got to prove that the nfc east is best and just like who has ever been held to this standard like why yeah. who cares it, they, these are completely arbitrary there's the fact that the cowboys yeah. play in the nfc east at all yeah, I want the Bills to get crushed. That was the best part of that that game last year was watching them choke it away <laughs> to the Texans. By the way, Brendan, can you tell me how many views like the average one? I, I see that the most recent episode has one hundred ninety nine thousand, but it's only two days old. Like the the episode that we just watched, like how many views does that have? Oh my god, I can hear it! Stop it! Oh wait, <laughs> oh. The Thanksgiving episode. It's, it's taking a long time to load, and it's very bothersome that I have to listen to this in my headphones. Uh, two million. That's two million subscribers. About a million. Oh, this this has a million. a million, and it looks like the rest of them that are recommended. Oh no, that's eight hundred eighty. So yeah, ninety thousand, five hundred. A lot. 
Yeah, the Casey Affleck um, Dunkin' Donuts sketch has 17 million views. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That, considering that Bleacher Report is a pretty massive company, and yeah. like this, part of Turner for, for these to have less than a million is it seems like a pretty big failure. So it's yeah, and that they're still making them too. That they're that they're still doing it four years later because it seems like just enough work that they wouldn't keep doing it. If they're All going right. for a Confederate general on this one, they picked the right guy. They really did, <laughs> Drew Brees. Um, all right, this one is longer than the season one episodes, but this is the newest episode of Gridiron Heights. My lung collapsed. I have no ribs, but we need to attack. Jason, I needed to confuse Twitter again. On it, sir. That's, that's cute. We need someone to carry us past the box. Hey, yo, what up, man? How's everybody doing? This is the NFC South lead. Deliver us to the postseason. Now we're going to start him well, Camaro. No one can guard me. Oh, no. I'm suspended. Remember, you're over as hell. Oh, they have a sponsor. So this is just tough to watch and if you haven't seen 1919 that is that is basically that was all 19, 1917 yeah, oh, so, yeah 1919 was the uh oh man world's yeah. fair war, war, war was over <laughs> 1917 uh yeah this what what's the i just I can't what was the point of that? Well, they clearly didn't edit the script because Ronald Jones had that 99-yard run last week. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, we only go four yards. He rushed for 200 yards last week. Yes. No, yes. no time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. Uh, it's, it, this it, one was also independent of anything that happens in any game. Yeah. So they had this one in the hopper for a while. Oh, yeah. And, um, like – Oh, wait, this isn't over. There's still 18 seconds left. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. First rule of Matt Rule is Matt Rules. The second rule of Matt Rule is Matt Rules. The third rule of Matt Rule is Trust the culture first. Trust Joe Brady. And don't worry about winning games until 2021. Correct. The fifth Matt Rule is to come and try to cover up for a bad, dirty program. It's suck my it's fuck you this is the fifth one <laughs> what if i were a player i would have no sense of humor about being included in this shit yeah. i would i would flip out if i they, would be offended put me yeah. in this i i would uh like i would use my uh my also massive platform if i were if i were someone as popular like obviously uh we're, we're doing a, a big what if here uh, like as Alvin Kamara or something, and they put me in this. I would, I would marshal all the powers of of <laughs> me darkness that I could yeah. to like get somebody Bleacher Report fired over this. Like, if, <laughs> if a real star ever stood up and it was just like this fucking sucks, like whoever, this isn't funny, I, this is offensive, it would I be want, gone in two. Whoever weeks. signed yeah. off on this, uh, just like yeah, uh, I'm sure 
like the the people who wrote this probably don't actually work for Bleacher Report. <laughs> so so you don't oh, have yeah, to worry all... about like getting some low level person fired. Like I like I want the I want the exact I want the producer of 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 Gridiron Heights gone. Yeah. Well, I bet I honestly think it like Tom Brady would see that and be like, you know, that was pretty good. He because he's completely devoid of humor, so we'd be right. like. Someone like said to, this was funny, so <laughs> hey, Gronk talks stupid. That's just like I'm a real car- life. I'm a cartoon. I'm laughing. Yeah, they like to have their laughs, and I got I got to make fun of Gronk for the way that they talk <laughs> about him. That's how he yeah. talks about it, and re- that's how he talks in real life too. Oh, you they know? they got <laughs> me here. Yeah, uh, those, those <laughs> they guys, got me. They get me good. And check out Bleacher Report when you get the chance. Uh, I used to really enjoy on um, Bleacher, not enjoy, but uh, peruse. In like the 1.0 version of this show, good cover. Yeah, yeah, I really fucking dug. Um, they they had like the social media aspect to Bleacher Report, but um, there was no way to like read anybody's comments or like hold anybody accountable for the things that they say. So it just immediately descended to absolute racism within oh, like yeah. a single the sports comment. comment section. Yeah. And it was so good because, like, why have upvotes and downvotes or anything like that if you're not saving any sort of history from any of your users? Like, anybody can just go on there and spew the worst, most repellent shit, and there's no way to hold them accountable. Doesn't matter. That's the way we like it. That's the way that the internet used to be. Yeah, you want to – what they would do – well, they'd sell it to advertisers, and they'd be like, look at this article. It got 200 comments. Ignore what they say. Just look at the engagement on this thing. Oh, Joe yeah, ignore, Cuck, where they, ignore where they say I want the I want to yeah. kill. I'm going to kill the author of this article. Yeah. Joe Cuck 69 says I'm a pussy for giving that a fire emoji. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> I I I I wonder how much ad revenue can Well, I uh, I don't know. I mean, there there's plenty of uh, good answers to that question is that like all the Nazi videos that, that can still get monetized on, on YouTube. Yeah. It's uh, that the, the opportunity is out there, no matter what mm-hmm. you're doing. You can uh, write all the worst shit for Bleacher Yeah, Report. the algorithm doesn't care. Yeah. All, it all counts. Exactly. All hell, yeah. the algorithm. And that's why we're, and that's why we're about to uh, rebrand this show. I'm going to take this thing to dark new places, Brendan, and that's how we're going to make money. Well, while we talk about that, let's end the show. The dismal tide. Is, the dismal tide is. Uh, pl- please do announce it is now part of the intellectual dark web. Yeah, it's a post sports podcast now. That's right. Who? <laughs> uh, well, all right, guys. Um, hmm. uh, no, that is that is all for this week. We've been on for a while. Uh, Kibo, thanks for coming on again. No problem. Anytime. Uh, um, please, please plug all your stuff and your Twitch channel and everything. All right. Um, every Sunday afternoon around three o'clock, you can watch me on twitch.tv slash Kipo two underscores, man, where um, I watch very bad YouTube videos and comment on them. It's a good time. People seem to enjoy it. So who might question them? You can also follow me on Twitter at Kipo underscore man. Uh, the Twitch channel is very funny. Uh, I'm gonna, Thank I'm you. Going to get back into Keep it. Get back Stay into tuned it. to when uh, three day passes for Kipo. Yes, Kipo. Uh, Jan- uh, yeah, check out January. We're gonna make some announcements. We're booking guests now. Great. Just um, keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. The, we're taking. We're they're taking. We're taking Bonnaroo's crown as the biggest festival in Tennessee. That's our goal. You gotta. 
You got to bring your paperwork that says you were vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're getting fish. We're getting all that. We're getting, I'm basically, basically what I want to do. Yeah. I'm taking the 2020 Bonnaroo lineup and I'm just going to do it. That's going to be cute. (laughs) Because we're gonna we're gonna take over Bonnaroo. That's we're gonna see, basically if you Evil wait for gonna these, succeed where they failed. Exactly. If you take these bands and then you just offer them more money, like they'll come. Yeah. They don't care about Bonnaroo. They care about no. that paycheck. Exactly. You're gonna do great. I think you're gonna do great. Thank you. I'm excited. Um. Well. Okay. See everyone next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you.